0: From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from HouseWorks. It's an open topic show today, so you can ask us anything under the sun or under the roof in this case. If it's broken, we'll try to help you fix it got a project you want to tackle, we'll help you finish it. Also, we're going to talk with our resident plumber, David Ray Sales from D-Ray's Plumbing, about keeping your house's plumbing in order. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fix It 101 from MPB Think Radio. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein, here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from HouseWorks. It's an open-topic show, so you can ask anything under the sun or under the roof in this case, or if it's raining where you are under your umbrella. If it's broken, we'll try to help you fix it. If you've got a project you want to tackle, we'll help you finish it, maybe. Also, we'll talk uh, with our resident plumber, David Ray Sales from D-Race Plumbing, about keeping your house's plumbing in order. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How you fellas doing this morning?
2: Doing great. Glad to be here. Feeling
0: good. So so what uh, all right, so the the question we always start with, we what are you guys working on?
1: Right now I have um <clears throat> a list of uh roof repairs, um, you know, with the little rain we got. People just started calling in the little, little rain. Left. Yeah, well you know I call it little, but <laughs> dude. I, I my entire the
0: entire plot of land on which I live is but a mud pit now. And yeah. I've got dogs so they right. go out into the mud pit sure. and then they come and back into inside.
1: the hole. Sure. Right. Sure. sure, sure.
2: Yeah, we got muddy boots, right? So yeah, that's that's my whole life is about mud right now. Well, you, now we did enjoy sunshine yesterday, and mm-hmm. and I I think we're going to get sunshine today.
0: Man, that would be great. Well, that would be awesome. I, I would love for at least some of the trough that is my yard to dry yes, a bit.
2: Yes, then it, that will allow us right to get something done right okay yes. get all back right. to
0: number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring that's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four
2: jeff what are you working on man well you know we we um we're doing more and more new construction so uh mm-hmm. we've got a little bit of challenge right now getting driveways and sidewalks and landscaping in but um we because um, of all the rain yes I heard uh, a weather person talking the other day that we were that we were still
0: in a deficit for rain. And I thought man. that dude's living in a different place than
2: I am. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the positive thing is supposed to be nice this weekend. So uh, Saturday may be a Monday.
1: Right, right. You know? For you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: Okay. Do it while you
0: can now. All right, so when's the last time you turned a wrench, Jeff? Did uh, uh have, Has the
2: wife made you fix anything lately? No. You know, I've been... Uh, Renting it out. I, I've been mm-hmm. doing that, and, uh, you know, we went to New Orleans, so I think that probably bought me a, a free weekend. Right, know. right. So well, good for get, you. I've been getting pretty lucky lately.
0: Okay, I'm going to tell you about my little bucket coming up here in just a second. Spencer's on the line in Nolens, and uh, he's got a question about a roof. You with us, Spencer?
3: I am. How are you?
0: Very good. So what's going on, man?
3: I'm calling because I bought a house uh, in New Orleans back in December, and when I bought the house, it had this massive cat crawler ivy going up the back of it. And when we removed it, a few shingles have changed places, and the roof is only nine years old. So I had a roofer come out, inspect it, take a look, and they recommended changing one half of the entire side of the roof. And again, there's only a couple shingles that are out of place. What would you guys recommend?
0: Are they, are they talking about this as an insurance?
2: There's no way insurance will cover that. Probably not. But, I mean, if you're only missing a few shingles. Uh, That's why I'm saying they're trying to get an yeah. insurance claim out yeah, of this. Yeah, roof, roof, is, roof is nine years old. Um, simply replace the damaged shingles. What, do you, what yeah, do you think, Dale?
1: I would say he needs someone that can um, either just repair the, with the damage that's done, or you can even take some shingles from another spot that won't be seen and put those in the area to match it up if you're worried about the, um, the color transition. But just the shingles that uh, needed to be changed out. Spencer, I'm going to have to ask how many roofers have you spoken to?
3: One. I've been trying oh, no. to get a couple more to come in, and I'm having a hard time getting a second
2: estimate. Yeah, get get a second person, or or and hopefully even a well, third to take a look. I mean, here's the here's the issue. I'm I'm only replacing a few shingles. Yeah, right. There's it's not, not a worth lot my of time. There's not a lot of people in line waiting for that job. Right. I and mean, that, that, that Spencer. That's just reality. So. Yeah. Um, that's why we
1: have and, it. And do it right because you don't want to create a problem. If you change those shingles out and then start some leaking, it needs to be still uh, done by a professional. Um, it need to be sealed.
2: And, right. It you know, be if, a degree of if, difficulty on the roof. Is this a single story?
3: It is a single Well, they call it a one-and-a-half story. Got gotcha. you.
2: Yeah. It's, uh, it's steep. <laughs> are, you, uh, are you handy at all?
3: I am pretty handy. Uh, the, the roof has got such a pitch on it Mm-mm. that when you're uh-uh. on it, you're a little okay. concerned, like, you know, you know. I don't want
2: to fall. I'm over 50, so. I understand. Nah. Nah. I understand. As soon <laughs> as you
1: said, it's a little, yeah. you know, I was like, no. And then that <laughs> could be a little costly, too, but it's still not a roof claim. No. It's just a major repair.
0: Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a repair if, uh, that that, is this an out-of-pocket thing for you?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I might just pay for the out-of-pocket repair instead of the entire half
2: of a roof. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that sounds a little overkill. Right,
3: yeah. That's what I thought, too, because they also mentioned changing the crown piece as well.
2: Oh, the, the oh, caps, okay. no.
0: Yeah. yeah, you need another estimate, man. <clears throat> Yeah,
3: Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking.
0: Right. All right, thanks, Spencer. Appreciate it. Thanks for representing Louisiana this morning. Speaking of... Uh, I was thinking of, uh, Timothy in Louisiana. You know, I told you guys that I made a, a rain barrel, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So I put it in these gutters in my house in the back of the home and, uh, i, I uh, forced all the water down into this rain barrel that I made out of a giant trash can. So it'd be full by now, <laughs> man, it filled up. I, I made this product and didn't realize how well I made this product. Um, it filled up in one day. It was completely. I was like, "Uh oh!" So then last weekend, my big project was, <laughs> I needed a, I needed a release valve. I needed a, you know, in yeah. other words, when it was going to rain too much, and I had and the water was if it was already full, then I need to get rid of the excess water somehow. Wow. So uh, yeah, so uh, in my trash can, I made another hole at the top, and uh, put a piece of PEX down to to, uh, to release the other water. Okay. Isn't that crazy? I mean, it, it probably should have been done uh, in the beginning, but it you, probably you should have <laughs> think about that. <laughs> well, I'm making it up as I go, man. Right. <clears throat> so, yeah.
2: Exactly.
0: All right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Uh, or you can send an email to fixit101 at org. So some of the stuff, uh, other things that we've been working on lately around the house, we, well, first of all, you remember when we had our uh, our pest control guy in? Right. Mm-hmm. And and that's a good thing to have because we had a lot of ants at the beginning when it started raining, like mm-hmm. a month ago when it started raining and all of a sudden all the ants were out. Mm-hmm. So that's still a little bit of the issue, but now it's just more of the mud uh this is the time of the year that you get reminded that you might need a French drain here and there around your oh, home. Yes.
1: You know, I actually ran into um Abel on the job, man. He was we was at the same job site. Oh, John <coughs> Abel of Abel Pence. Yes. Yeah. And he was there, I mean, man, you should have saw it. He was on the ground and he was putting um the chicken wire over the vents. You know, even though the vents have um a little brief hole oh, yeah. put the wire around them and, <clears throat> and screw, you know. Scrolls out. Everything, he said, it keeps rats and everything out. So Very I was cool. like, cool, man. He was on the ground, I was on the roof, and it was like, man. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, Mikey in Mobile, and he's got a
0: question about uh, galvanized roof seams. You with us, Mikey?
4: Yes, sir. Seams is the word I was looking for when the talked to you, okay. screener. Um, uh, uh, I, a house originally flat-roofed, uh, mm-hmm. then uh, converted to peaked roof. And uh, another uh, entryway, when the carport was closed in by previous owners, um, and have had it re-roofed, um, but the galvanized seaming. Yeah, I although I requested the shingle seaming, the um, there I couldn't convince the guy to do it right, mm. um, uh, and. Uh, uh, what what's better is the the seeming overlap or the I mean and if you've got a problem with the because it wears out so darn fast you know um, what do you do
0: I'm Talking confused the galvanized steel runs out or the sealant uh, that's between
4: No the galvanized ridge itself I have oak trees which um, oh. It, yeah, yeah, acid, you, right. There's sap yeah. all
0: over it, so it's rusting.
4: Uh, well, yes, it has rusted. And uh, I'm wondering about what's going to be the best thing to do to repair. Um, as I say, it's not actually connected to the main house right. because it was an add-on.
0: Well, look, do you know what galvanized steel is?
4: It's aluminum, right?
0: Well, it's No. Um, it is a metal that is coated in zinc. Zinc is what gives it its uh, protective coating. Like when you see on a fence, uh, like a, like a, a steel fence, you know, like a metal fence, you'll see occasionally there'll be a bar where rust has started to form on one of those bars. The zinc coating that was on that metal has been worn off over time and it'll start to rust Unfortunately, those galvanized sheets of tin, is that what you're talking about?
4: Yes, sir.
0: Yeah, those galvanized. It was
4: a single piece of ridged galvanized.
0: Right,
2: right. Which
4: I objected to initially, but hey, it's too late now. Okay,
2: okay. I think I just got it. You've got a shingled roof. On top of this shingled roof, at your ridge, they put um, galvanized steel for your ridge vent. Is that what I'm hearing?
4: Yes, sir. A um,
2: uh, 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 perpendicular to the original roof. I understand. I understand. Okay. Ah, I go got it. <clears throat> I think I'm taking that off, and I'm doing a a a shingled ridge vent. Right. Um, yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. If, if I'm if I'm picturing this correctly, uh, I want a continuous ridge vent. And and I want it I want it covered with a uh, shingle product to right. match my shingled roof. Right. There's a lot
0: of there's a big difference, Mikey, between someone who sells you a, a quote metal roof and a galvanized um, uh, piece of metal.
2: Ridgeway. Yeah. Uh,
0: a, a galvanized piece of metal is is gonna is gonna rust in no time. Honestly. All right, number to call it's 877-MPB-RING. You know what, folks? It is a, uh, it's a it's free-for-all today. Let's call it what it is. We'll continue our discussion after the break. An open-topic day, so no question is off the table. Also, listeners, what spring cleaning tips or life hacks do you use and uh, about to use right now? I know everybody's got the, the warmth in their bloods ready for the uh, spring to come. Call us through your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons is here from Houseworks. And on the phone today, we've got our guest David Sales from D-Ray's Plumbing. And if you uh, miss any portion of the program, make sure you subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app. Just search Fix It 101. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING, that's 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. All right, uh, D-Ray, you there, man? Hello. Hello, D-Ray. It's How's Jason. How's it going this morning? How's it going? You got, uh, you got, you got Dell and Jeff, who are all here. Hey, D-Ray. Hey, what's going on this
2: morning? Uh, we're just just sitting around talking about D-Ray not being here. I kept your seat. I kept your seat warm for you.
5: I tell you, with this with this business schedule, I told him they to have to call the secretary and keep me straight. Because and when you call me, and I'm trying to play job, I just forget.
0: <laughs> too much work, tough problem. Too much work, right? Yeah. All right, uh, you know what, D-Ray. Uh, I I think uh I want to ask you a couple of questions while we've got you in between jobs here, okay? Yeah. So, had a email a little while back that was talking about the tank of their toilet was taking too long to fill up. And and my first thought was is the water valve all the way open? But yeah. but go ahead. What what have you heard uh, what would make this happen? If the tank just takes too long to fill up?
5: There's, there's multiple reason that that tank may take too long to fill up if this if you suck everything concentrated that it's only just the the, 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 the toilet there's not that that you pipe the clog to where they you know you have slow running water but you know it could be the valve that may not be all the way open it could be to where that uh, that little cylinder that's in the back your ball cock.
6: Mm-hmm. It could be to
5: of that it's clogged itself. And once you check those two items, you can narrow, narrow it down to, to to the problem.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Good deal. So uh, I'm going to put you through the paces here, D-Ray. We're going to take a couple of calls. I'm sure one or two are going to end up being something about plumbing, but you got to hang on through all of them because that's the gig, man. You ready? I- I- all right. Here we go. Let's go to... Uh, Chris, Hang on just a second. Let's go to Chris in uh, Biloxi, and you've got a question about pool plaster. Are you with us, Chris?
7: Yes, I'm with you. Uh, I've chipped all the old plaster down to the existing gunite, huh. Uh-huh. acid washed, and then neutralized that with a TSP, and I'm going to do a roll-on bond coat and then a scratch coat before I apply the plaster. Wow. How much time do I have? After I apply the scratch coat, before I apply the plaster, is it okay if it uh, is um, not covered with plaster for a couple of weeks? I, uh, I,
2: I think I think Chris needs to be on the show telling people how to do right. uh, a plastered pool. Chris, I'm going to need to call a <laughs>
0: chemist real quick. To tell me how this is going to work. Now, wh- I, I hate to say this, especially on a show dominated by three guys, but did you read the label? <laughs> i mean just uh, throwing it, that out there the time I time? Did.
7: It, it, it gives a cure time for the the coat and bond coat which is 24 hours but it doesn't address address applying another resurfacing product later on it doesn't say you can immediately apply your plaster or or wait any length of time it just gives you cure time for their product only
0: I'd say after their cure time is done, I think they're That's saying brilliant. that within 24 hours,
2: it's going to be what it is. You know, I would, I would, I would think that would just be like anything else. It's going to be directly connected to out outside conditions. Mm-hmm. You know, is it humid? Is it hot? Is it cold? Right. I, I would think. I mean, my my pool knowledge. Uh-huh. If the water's too cold, I'm not getting in. Right. If the water's pretty comfortable, I'm getting in. Right. <laughs> I mean.
0: That's why we have people like Chris in the world, so that right. we can do this. Chris, uh, I hope that helps out, man. If not, we've got a great pool guy we can get you in contact with. All right, All right. so let's uh, let's keep moving. John is on the line in Ridgeland, and he's talking about cleaning a patio. We talked a lot about this a while back. What's going on, John? So, uh,
8: so this is a follow up call. Um, I told you guys a couple of weeks ago about cleaning my flagstone patio. Mm-hmm. And he said, "No problem. Get house wash, spray that on there. Great, no problem. Everything's fine." Mm-hmm. So um, now you know the house wash is like uh, chili magic. The the ingredients yeah. you got to add yourself. The house wash is just like a, a vehicle with instructions on the back,
4: right?
8: Um, so, anyways, the bleach is what does the actual work, right? So, um, so I sprayed that on there with a the bug sprayer. I let it sit, follow the directions, post it off. Didn't do it a thing, not one thing at all. Now, here's where the story gets interesting. So, uh, you know, cursing you guys under my breath, going, what a waste of time and money. Well, then it rains for three days. So guess what happens? In the places that were open to both the... um, So, out from under the cover, get full rain, full sun. They basically look like they've been pressure washed after (laughs) three days of rain. The areas that were undercover looked like I hadn't done anything to them. So, if you want to try this on your own, you probably need a pressure washer. However, you can also time it before a good rain, especially a heavy rain, and let nature do the work for you.
0: That's true. You know what? That's really true. And you know the way I did it at my place, uh, you know, in, in washing that, I took Dale's advice. Was that I sprayed the house wash on there, and then I just I bought a brush, you know, one that the one that uh, connects to like the broom handle, you know, kind of brush and brushed it like that. Man, that cleaned it right up. Then I used water, hosed it off. It was perfect.
8: Well, anyways, um, the brush is a great idea too, especially for the covered area. But if you can time it by a heavy rain, that'll do your work <laughs> for you. I just saw it happen for my own eyes. That
2: is fantastic, man. You know, timing by heavy rain now would not be real difficult. No, no, just put it
0: out there. It yeah. Would, it'd be there in a few days. All right, appreciate that, John. Let's move it along. Number to call is 877 MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Of course you can uh, send an email to fixit one oh one at mpbonline.org. Still with us, D Ray? Yeah. Okay, so, all right, so uh how do you let me let me get this. Uh, let's say someone has a leaky shower head. First of all, why does that happen? Uh, what's probably the easiest way to deal with it? And can I just buy a new shower head?
8: The
5: it's gonna the the shower head if it's not leaking at the thread, uh-huh. if it's leaking from the from the cylinder itself. You're gonna have to go back to your valve.
0: Back to the, the valve. Control, okay.
5: Yes. All you're controlling if it's leaking is the valve.
0: Okay. So and the valve would be right there. It's not at the top where the shower head is. It's that center knob or whatever.
5: Yes, it's the center knob. Yes.
0: Okay. So that, would that entire valve need to be replaced to make the shower head stop dripping?
5: It depends on how old that shower valve is. Uh-huh. If it's a rarely, you know, something within, you know, uh, under five years, I would, you know, be able to, to work on it, change it out. Right. There, you know, and, and the and the newer ones now, uh, basically all of your new valves now is a cartridge. You just un, undo the knob, put a little trim off, slide a new cartridge in. No seats, no springs. Wow, in, you're done. Yeah.
1: Can heavy hands have um, something to do with that? You know. Yeah.
5: Because,
1: those teenagers.
5: <laughs> because a, a shower valve, when you turn it off, basically that water that's there. Is going to drip for a minute, right? And and a lot of people they just keep turning, they just keep turning. They want it to stop, redding. Right
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> it don't work
0: like that. Okay, all right. Well, that makes sense. And what you're doing is you're just um, you're just uh, squeezing that gasket a little tighter every time you yeah. turn it, and yeah. uh, flattening it out.
5: Yeah, and and you know, and and in and, and this new day. Mostly everything that we have is plastic. Yes. Right. So when when that every hand gets on plastic, you gonna break something.
8: Right, right.
0: Knob and hand. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So all right, let me ask you another question. How do you know if you need like an entire new thing or you should just repair the, the thing that's broken? Let's say in that situation, I've got a shower head. Okay, right. that's leaking. I know that I have to fix the valve where, where I where I turn it on at the wall, or should I just put in a whole new thing? Is it gonna is it gonna cost me more to fix it?
5: Normally I guess it to calm it up. When you have to go to more than one place to find a
0: part <laughs> Right, <laughs> hey,
5: this time you put a new valley.
0: Okay, all right. That's a good good way to know. All right. So okay. if you've got a leak and you don't like your faucet, go get a new one. Go yes.
5: get a new. Okay. And and ninety percent of the time when you for that for a plumber to come out uh-huh. to change that seat out, you know, you're looking at service charge hundred and five dollars, you know, fifty fifty more dollars with that and sometimes at that same price. You
0: can get a new. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's go with that then. Let's, uh, you know what, D-Ray, hang on. We're going to take a break real quick. Is that that what we're doing? Okay, yeah. D-Ray, we're going to take a break real quick. I did want to ask one more thing. Yeah, yeah, one more question, so don't go anywhere, D-Ray. I'm with you. There we go. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Today's an open topic day, so whatever question you got about whatever you need fixing or repairing or making better in some way, Also, what spring cleaning or life hacks do you have going on? You can call us with your questions, comments. Just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back.
6: MPB has always been a big part of my life. I grew up listening to it, and now I can give back and be a part of the mission by volunteering. And that's my MPB story.
0: Share your story using hashtag MyMPBStory.
1: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
0: Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solution 601. Jeff Sammons is here from Houseworks, and today's guest on the phone is David Sales from D-Rays Plumbing. And if you missed any portion of the program, make sure to subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app. Just search Fix It 101. Uh, yeah, just Fix It 101, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877 877- MPB ring that's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org had a gentleman call during the break and let us know that one of the reasons why a home of a certain age might have declining um like the we were talking about the toilets filling up and how long it takes and uh, why that is one of the things we did not explore um d ray you still with me i'm with you there you go one of the things we did not explore is the possibility of galvanized pipes Um uh, those installed before 1960 um uh, there was a lot of galvanized pipes used and those will corrode the inside yeah so, so tell me about that do you do you come across that a lot d ray
5: we come across that a lot that limestone It'll just, you know, that hard water. It'll mm. just clog those pipes up, and your your water will just get to a point where you will only get a trickle, and mainly on the hot water side.
0: Mm, really? Why would that be?
5: I guess with the heat of the water and the hardness of that of that that water, you know, by the time it's processed through the hot water heater, uh-huh. it just it just makes it, it hard, and it and it just corrodes the inside of your pipes.
0: Okay. Is there yeah. any way that you can avoid that over time? I mean is there maybe an uh, well I guess that's the water that's coming in from the city or right. whatever. I don't I guess there's that's, nothing. Can...
5: That's the water coming from the city and it's you know, you can you can put in a, a filter system but it's 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 a little expensive. Mm.
1: Yeah. So is it cheaper just to um replumb the house?
5: It's cheaper to replumb the house.
0: Well, let's say uh let's say if you have a big like plumbing problem at your home. Um how do you know uh let's say when you're researching it if something breaks maybe in your yard? How do you know when it's a uh, uh, is it is it is that your pipe or the city's pipe or what's just, the deal? It,
5: it normally a break in your yard and in one or two places normally we have the breaks that's going to be whether where the plastic tie into the copper that's coming out of the house, mm-hmm. and where the where the plastic tie into the meter. That's normally the two places where the breaks are going to be, uh-huh. and and normally what people do there when they when they have a break and they notice that their water bills high, the water company they come out, they assess and they will cut the water off, uh-huh. and then that's where we mostly get involved, right. But, it's it's, it's, it's it's good. It's a good method to just at least once a week just kind of walk around y'all,
0: Right. See what's yeah. going on. Seeing if there's any yeah. excess water.
5: Yeah, just to see if any excess water because that's even on your uh, your hot water heater, your pop off valve, run to a little line outside your your overflow pan on your your AC unit, run to uh, a line outside. That's if any emergency happens you will
0: see water coming out of those ports. Okay. All As right.
5: water coming out of those ports. You need to get a plump.
0: Wow. All right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. D-Ray, uh, I was looking at something that was given to me with a kind of a home remedy kind of DIY fix-it thing. So I want to see if this one... Uh, let's do a Mythbusters thing here. You ready? Bring
5: it on.
0: All right. Unclog the drain. Solution. Next time one of your drains is being uh, a pain, drop three Alka-Seltzer tablets down the sink, followed by a cup of white vinegar. After about 15 minutes, you can clear the drain with boiling water. Do not attempt this trick immediately after using a commercial drain opener like Drano or Liquid Plumber.
5: Yes. And that was... That's the basic thing about using remedies like that. You have to be careful. Make sure the wife had not put any bleach or anything to that nature down, that drain, because you're going to get a chemical reaction.
0: Mm, right.
5: And it's best to, to, to know what you're doing, wear some type of protection, even if you're using, you know, just things that, that's right there in the house. Wear some type of eye protection, some type of you know, something on your face because you 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 know, with using the detergent that we use every day, that stuff is in your in your pipe. Right. And it's it's so quick to get in danger.
0: Okay. And
5: that's the, the, the 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 chemical odor if you don't get a reaction that will bust will break back out of the pipe, Just uh-huh. the the gases. They're dangerous
0: right okay sound like he's speaking from experience there. right yeah yeah well it looks like we <laughs> might have something that you can help with here aaron is on the line and jackson he's got a question or a comment about water meters you with us aaron
6: yeah i'm here guys
0: so what's going on
9: oh not much hey enjoy enjoy your show I always get good information from it um on the water Thank meters you're you talking about whose responsibility um the city's responsibility usually stops at the water meter. Any connection to that water meter is the house owner's responsibility. Mm. Um, and from that,
0: okay, um, so so the little in the meter is at the turnoff valve.
9: Uh, well, the whole yeah. mechanism itself—the turnoff valve, the gauge, dial, or whatever face. Um,
0: so that's a little box in the in your front yard. Yeah,
9: in your front yard, and uh, sometimes you can reach down there and turn it off with a crescent wrench. But a lot of times they're a little tough, and you may need what they call a water key or a meter key, right, to turn them off. And sometimes if you have an irrigation system, you might very well have a second meter in your yard. Um, that'll be, huh. and you have a second meter, so you won't have sewage charges on that on that irrigation meter or separate meter.
0: Oh, that's a good point. Okay, and, so...
9: And one, other, and one other thing, before, before mm-hmm. I lose my train of thought here, is in the, on the meter itself, almost all meters out there have a look indicator that most folks don't know about. And what that is, it's usually a, a dial, a small dial on the inside face or a triangle. And if you suspect you have a leak, what you can do is take a picture of that, come back and compare it in five minutes and see if that leak indicator is indeed moved.
8: Oh. That's yep, always a great yep, way to tell if
9: you point. have a leak. That's wow, good I ever- never knew that.
0: Can you can you repeat that one more time? I want everyone so, to hear that. Okay, everybody stop, okay. write this down.
9: Most most water meters have a um, a leak indicator on them. You'll have the big face dial that has numbers on it and a dial like a or a hand like a clock. But Near the center of it, or just off-center, you'll have a small dial uh, with notches in it, or either you'll have a triangle, and that is your leak indicator. Whenever you turn the water on, that spins really fast. So what you can do is make sure all the water's off at the house, take a picture of the leak indicator, come back and compare it in a few minutes and see if it's moved. I mean, if you have a drip, 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 that will show up within a few minutes. No way. indicator. Mm
0: Okay, that's something. You know what that that was worth an episode right there. I appreciate it. (laughs) Thanks, Aaron. Uh, Have a good one. All right, let's keep moving. Let's go to uh, John D. Ray. This is going to be you too, John. We got a uh, uh, John is on the line in Mobile, and we've got a a hot water heater. It's my favorite thing in the world to say. Hot water heater. Why would you want to heat hot water? All right, go oh, for it,
10: John. I'm sorry, that that was a, a misstatement, but right. uh it's uh just the water heater. Right. <laughs> and, uh I just want to say uh thank you. This is a great show. Too many things uh, have popped up for me to do more than one, but um the the water heater, I'm concerned about keeping it going as long as possible. And um I've read about some things like re- you might replace the anode rod yourself and uh, I saw in a catalog of RV supplies a nozzle you could use to back flush or, you know, insert into the water heater and flush it out, the rust and scale and, and all that. Uh, what do you think of that? Do you think it's possible? Uh, yep. Like I said, I'm, I'm concerned about keeping this thing running, uh, going as long as I, I can. John, with that water heater, down yep. at the bottom you have, what looked like a hose spigot? Uh
5: huh. You hook your water hose to, and just hook your, cut your water off at the at the at the top of the water heater. Yes. Hook that hose. Hook your hose to it. Run it outside. Let that thing flush out, and have all the water run out of it. Make sure is it electric or gas. Make sure the gas is off, or make sure the power is off, and flush it out. And after you flush it out, cut the water back on. And while it's still flushing, and let it flush for about five minutes. That water coming in is going to push all that sediment out the bottom of it, and and you can cut it back off, fill it up, cut your power back on, or cut your your gas back off, and you are good. And that's the life of that water here.
10: Okay. And, uh, and how about the anode the
5: rod? Yes, the anode rod. You can, you'll be able to pull it out at the top. You know, you can look at it and tell ah. if it's bad, and. That rod normally, you normally could get six to ten years out of that out of that rod.
10: Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. what do you, what's the life of a water heater if if you're just going to have the repairman do
1: you know? Uh,
5: do it. They, you
10: know, as far as purchasing a water heater,
5: you can get anywhere from a six to a ten year warranty on it.
6: Yeah, and
10: it's out of warranty now. <laughs> Yeah, and with the you know, and, and how old is that water heater now? Uh, I think it was installed maybe eleven years ago. Okay, and make and model, do you? Are oh, you, uh, make and model. It's an A.O. Smith. Uh, doggone. Um, yeah. The, I,
0: well, you I guys are down mind. in it. We're 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 actually doing the problem on the air yeah, as there, we are
5: some, there are some good water heaters I have seen. Some you know, fifteen years. You know, it just. It all depends on the the, 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 the hard water, you know, you keeping that thing plus it'll
0: it'll last to it lasts. All right, man, I appreciate that. Uh D Ray, I'm really glad you're here today because there's not a soul here that could have answered that question. Just replace That's I mean. it. Right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dell. Replace it. It works it'll it'll work fine next after. Yeah. It's gone. All right, let's go to uh, James in uh, in in Arkansas. James has got a door that's off center. You with us, James?
6: Yeah, I'm here, man. How y'all doing?
0: Good. What's going on in Arkansas today? Uh,
6: oh, not a lot. It's wet.
0: It's wet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. it's just northern.
2: Mississippi. I understand. Yeah. Yes.
6: Yeah. Hey, I've got a I've got a building. Uh, it's actually a like a shop, so to speak. Not not typical like you drive a vehicle in or anything. But more like you walk in and do some working and stuff it's uh it's a 30 by 40 but it's like sitting on pier and beam and my entrance door has became off-center in the jam and i've been studying it and if you're standing outside it opens outward so if you're standing outside looking at the building it's hinged on the left well it's low on the handle side uh it has the handle side has dropped Uh uh-huh like the door is not sitting straight and I can't figure out the geometry of it as to which side I would raise and try to raise to square it back up in the in the jam.
0: Okay, if I'm looking at it, what I'm doing? Are you ready? I'm I'm yep. thinking of looking at the door from the outside. Hinges on the left, uh, knob on the right, opening out. Correct.
6: Right. Okay. Right.
0: So, with that in mind, the first thing I'm going to do. Is to make sure I'm uh, real tight on that top left hinge, the top yep, one. I've
6: already done that.
0: All right, and you've, you, you and you've run a real screw in there, not the one that they give you.
6: Yes.
2: Okay. Cool. Like a real screw to grab some wood. They give you this little one inch. Right. Yeah. Now, now, James, go go. The the door opens out. If you're standing outside the building, it opens to you. Correct. Okay. Good. Go inside, shut the door, and look at the margin around that door. And Where what I'm, you're seeing light? Yeah, what I'm talking about is the space between the door and the jam. You follow me? Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's just say that your margin, standing inside, looking out, um, left hand side of the door is is low at the top. Correct.
6: I've actually had to put uh, weather sealant on it to. You know, well, I took it and started about halfway of the door and went out to the end of it because oh
2: man, uh, yeah, you can actually, the
6: air, see, you can see daylight. Though.
2: Okay, well that's a that's a bandaid. Let's fix the problem instead of putting a Band-Aid on it. You yeah. <laughs> you need to run super long screws. Grab some meat on the that top hinge. If that doesn't work, take the bottom hinge off. And shim it out. Okay, that so will exactly that will pick frame. up the top of the door. Nice.
6: So even even though it looks secured and got good screws in it, it it still it's just not it's become crooked somehow. It,
2: it's the door's definitely out of square. So let's square the door up properly instead of just packing it full of uh, weather stripping. Right.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that would just kind of like I said. Okay, so that's why because I'm thinking. Okay, if I jack up the right side of the building make it worse. Left side the center is not going to do anything. I couldn't figure it out. Like I said, I have checked that, or I say I have. Fixed. Maybe I'll go back and look at that again on, yeah.
2: the, on the door. And, door yeah, back. try fixing the door before the building. Right. And, yeah. you know, another great thing you can do is get small washers and, and put those on the back side of your hinge. And that will right. that will push that bottom hinge out, which picks the top of the door up.
6: So I either Yeah, either move the, right. move the bottom out or top. It. Sure, sure. Okay, well, I see that I checked that to make sure all that was tight, but you know I know it's got good long screws in there because when we when we built it, that's that's what we used when we done it. So, but I'll, I'll re I will recheck that. I didn't even think about that. Good
1: all deal. right, thanks. thanks. Shimming that bottom sounds like a winner.
0: Right? Yeah. You uh, you added the shim to the bottom thing to my uh, screw in the top thing, and then right. you got a door that works. Well, yeah. that's that's good. Oh, well, can always totally. reset that door. Right? Yes. Uh, all right, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's eight seven 672 7464 going to take a quick break, and and we're going to uh, come back and go to Starkville, take some calls. Also, if you want to, we've got a line open. You want to go ahead and give us a call. It's 877-MPB-RING. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. 672 7464 Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons is here from Houseworks and today's guest is David Ray, Sa- uh, uh, David Sales D. Ray Plumbing. That's right. i got to get this straight. And if you uh, miss any portion of the program, make sure you subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app. Just search Fix It 101. And join the conversation today by calling 877-MPB-RING. I promise we go to the phone when we got back. Janet's on the line in Starkville. And uh, you've got a question about your toilet doesn't sound right?
9: Well, hey, yeah. This is a question for uh, DJ.
0: Okay. And what
9: happens is, D-rags, yes, Mr. D-rags. Okay. Uh, What the situation is, is when I flush the toilet, you usually hear that sound of the toilet filling up. But the sound doesn't come until, like, maybe five minutes later, I'll be in the other part of the house, and then I'll hear the toilet fill up. Hmm. Okay,
5: that could be uh, that mechanism that's in the back, we call the ball cock, or the Mm flush valve. That mechanism is how old is that toilet?
9: Uh, the house was built in the 70s. I don't know how old the toilet is. Okay.
5: That mechanism could be bad, that it have a slow reaction to where it back right. to the point where it's sticking instead of opening up when you, when you after you flush, after the water go out, then it takes it a minute for the water to come in, and that's the sound that you're probably not hearing is that water coming in.
9: Now, what's the name of that device?
5: You call it a flush valve. A flush valve. Yes, ma'am.
9: All righty.
0: And they do so. get uh, they do get uh, worn out over time, right. those flush yeah. valves, and they yeah. do need to be replaced. They're very cheap. They're very easy to replace. But okay. they do get dry rotted, and especially if you use any sort of substance in the tank yeah. to clean the water.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, okay, so human, I can, it,
5: yeah. I can any of those rock that. tablets that you put in the back, they will will mess
1: it up. Right. Yeah, I learned that the hard way. Yeah, me too. You
2: know, that's it's probably D Ray. It's probably the old school too with the um, with the, ball le, on. the little black ball on it. Oh no. Yeah. No. Right. yeah. 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 Uh, I bet it's old school.
1: Yeah. And yeah. they can get tangled up with the other um, devices in there. Okay.
2: That's sure like, yeah.
1: yeah. That that mechanism, is about
5: you know. Between seven to twelve dollars, and it's easy to change. Cut the water off at the little valve. Take the line and lose that. Where it connects to the toilet, slide that line down. Take the little next. You have another screw on the bottom. Take it off, pull it out, slide it back in, and do the same thing over again. The only thing you would need is a little pail under that to catch the excess water.
1: Right. And yeah. It's good. It doesn't even really take tools. Right. I mean, it's right. Yeah, butter knife, you know. Yeah. And, and this yeah. Uh, technology hasn't changed since the invention of the uh, toilet. Right. It's just <laughs> the same. You know? Right. And, Plus. and if you have YouTube,
5: it'll walk you through it.
0: Right. So there you go, Janet. I appreciate <laughs> it. I uh, hope, hope all goes well there. Got a uh, uh, Got a question here from online real quick. Uh, well, you know, let's go ahead and take the one on the call because we don't have that uh, long to go today. Wade is in Biloxi, and he wanted to make a comment about that water heater discussion. You with us, Wade?
6: Yes, and my question has to do with uh, the rule for changing the temperature of a hot water heater up, the upper and lower. Okay.
5: That's right. Okay. That's on electric water heater. Yes. Yes. And what what do you want to know about the? Uh, they um, they mentioned that you always have one hotter than the other, and I can't. Yeah. Is that a rule? And which yeah, one should yeah. be hotter, and which one should be uh, less temperature? Your, your water is going to be researching from the from the top, and I always kind of have the top just a little bit, a little bit higher, about about five five to eight degrees higher than the bottom.
6: Okay, okay, uh, and. Uh, I,
5: well, to add to it, I just changed out a hot water heater because it looked so rusty, and I put it in 1979. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: Right. It was probably it was time. time to change it. Right. <laughs> if it
0: looks rusty on the outside. Yeah. It's rusty on the
2: inside. Uh, okay. exactly. oh, that's a good
0: point. Good point. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, wow, that's about time to wrap it up. D. Ray, we appreciate you coming on today, man.
5: God, glad to be with you guys, and I look forward to seeing you again.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you remember where we are, right? I mean, yeah, you need yeah. the address. <laughs> I got you, man. I appreciate it. Uh we'll we'll see you next time around. Easy to pick on D-Ray if he's not here. If he's not here. That's right. (laughs) My favorite guy. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting, Think Radio, and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Moore and Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech with Michelle McAdoo. Join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.